So I said to him, you can try if you like, mate, but I'll be asleep and I don't think it'll fit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, is this recording? <laughs> Bravo. Um, yeah, this is avoiding the issue. This, um, oh, what we're going to do oh. here... Oh, 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 it started well, oh. it started well. So go in. Here we are in Paul's middle room. <laughs> How are you doing, listeners? How are you doing? Um, this is avoiding the issue. The, um, the 1,725th most popular podcast generated from the Leeds area. <laughs> Forget it, that. This is... This is the voice of Joe Tarpy. Hello, how are you doing? With Paul Butland, yeah. aka Danger T Outrider. And that's about it, isn't it? <laughs> really? Oh no, sorry, hello! Bob, Bob, say hello to your fans. Hi guys. Apparently, Bob's the voice of the reason. The voice of reason. The voice of reason. If reason bees cricket. <laughs> <laughs> How does it feel to be the voice of reason? I, I think it was probably just a cricket fan who said, yeah, I agree with what you're saying and not what those two idiots say. It, but as a real one, are we talking about the guy that said that you were the voice of reason in the pub last night? Yeah, possibly. Is he like cricket? No. Alright. Maybe, maybe I am the voice of reason. Maybe I'm the normal one here. Maybe you are. Normal. That, that, that terrifies me. What? Like, what? Like, you're the normal one. Why am I? Why did I, I terrify you? No, I'm sure. Because I'm if normal. you were normal, if Bob Craddock was the norm, how fucking dull would Earth be? <laughs> That's why. We'd all play cricket. Everybody yeah. would play cricket. We'd all play cricket and watch Pointless. <laughs> and yeah. it'd be awesome. Play cricket, watch Pointless, go to Mackey's for daddy's chips. I don't go to McDonald's <laughs> very often. Your dad works for McDonald's though, doesn't he? No, it's not true. It is true. <laughs> My dad. The, my dad's farm sells potatoes at McDonald's. It's true, it's business. That's all it is. It's business. Let me do some quick maths. What's a large fries at McDonald's these days? About £1.19 right. or something? Yeah, somewhat pound maybe. Do you know what your dad sells potato to McDonald's no, for? No, no idea. idea. Could you find this shit out, man? <laughs> People want to know. How are you going to take over the family business? I'll, I'll work it out. I'll ask him. I'll ask him. I'll, I'll see him at Christmas time. I'll ask him. I'll you say, Dad... Him? How much does McDonald's pay for your potatoes? What are you having a turkey? I already think, but I'd hope so. Yeah, hope, I hope so. so. Yeah. Do you know what? I, I, you know, I'm a vegetarian, um, and I don't eat that shit. But every year at Jess's parents' house, they're like, "Do we have to have fucking turkey again? Do we have to have fucking turkey again?" So this year, they've um, petitioned and lobbied Jess's mum. Long and hard, and she's buckled, and they're having a goose this year. Oh, yeah. And I remember back in the days of yore when I consumed dead carcass, <laughs> right? I thought turkey was horrible. Turkey was horrible on Christmas Day. It doesn't make for a good component of a roast dinner, right? It's awesome afterwards in sandwiches yeah. and curries, yeah. but on the day, I think it's horrible. Actually, it's not the best. I mean, there's, there's the sooner. Have a, some lamb or beef or something, but it's Christmas, isn't it? You've got to have turkey. Well, Why? well, initially, apparently, like way back, it was all goose was the yeah. traditional Christmas bird, 
but it changed the turkey. I, I don't know. Must be he's an American thing. I guess as it comes I from think, Thanksgiving. I think it has, yeah. Because I presume turkeys aren't native. No, it? yeah, it was always goose. Apparently, in, in days of, of your swan, if you were aristocracy, if you were the queen, I'd kick a swan just. <laughs> yeah. I feel it was like kicking the queen in the face. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, it's Christmas. It's that time of year. Here we are again. Right. Hurrah. Are we all ready? Are we, have we done all our Christmas shopping? That's an all important right. question. It's small talk and it happens up and down the land, so why not fucking I put haven't. it out there? I haven't. You're not ready? No, not at all. I don't, I don't think so. I'm going tomorrow. I'm going tomorrow. I'm yeah. going tomorrow, yeah. So, how does it work with you, Paul? You get all your son's Christmas presents. Yes. Do you wrap them up before you play with them? Or <laughs> <laughs> I... Just no. for the... Just for the benefit of anyone listening, um, apart from any Paul's family, if, if anyone in Paul's family uh, would like to turn off for the next two minutes while we ruin, we're ruin <laughs> Christmas. Christmas have, have you met Paul's family? Uh, most of them. Paul's family. Paul's family have got written instructions for how to use a remote control. I don't. Think. <laughs> no, I, don't I don't think they're going to be downloading podcasts. To be honest with you, in although like, no, but in, in sort of ten years' time, perhaps. Paul might say to his son, yeah, son, we did a podcast once. It got up to 250 listeners. And, um, uh, and Paul's son will look back and, and download this podcast and his, all his Christmases. What, you mean that didn't come po- from Santa? <laughs> yeah, it'll be ruined. Right, so should we, let's just clear it up. Like, there's a new piece of kit on the market this Christmas that's been heavily marketed by Xbox. Yeah, that's correct. Yeah. The Xbox Connect. Mm. And you have... Bought it for your nine-year-old son. Is that yeah. is that right? Yeah. No, it's not right. <coughs> What's it wrong was, about it that? It was from his. Okay. His great grand, his nana, and. Oh, his so he's not. So you didn't even buy it. Yeah. It was his present from someone else. Yeah. Let's just let's <laughs> just let's just that's give even worse. let's just give the listeners some clarity here, right? Oh, who's the voice of reason now? <laughs> yeah. Who's who's the overreactionary shouty one today? <laughs> it's Bob. It's not Joe. And. Go on, go on. So, members of your family, listen, silence is alright. The dead air works. I heard him do it on Radio 1 once. You didn't hear it on Radio 1. Maybe on 4. No, they did dead air on Radio 1. Back in Radio 1's listeners have got a, a capacity for about <laughs> half a second of silence before they all get mental. I really hate that when they fucking cut out verses. That's rubbish, that's rubbish. Just, just high speed scrub that bit. So, let's just point out what I'm talking about. Your family have chipped in to buy Ethan this revolutionary new piece of kit, which, you know, on a little tangent, don't you think it's a bit fucking funny how they've created the technology for this movement capture sensor, and then they've realised, shit, we can't actually make any decent games with this, and so they're heavily advertising the biggest pile of shit games that... I, I just... Every, yeah. Everything that they're marketing for the Xbox Connect, I'm thinking, I wouldn't want to play that. I'm no big gamer, but it, it looks shit. Everything they do looks complete it's all, it's all It also helps that you're not a nine-year-old boy. So anyway, spinning on, spinning on quickly. Right, I am a nine-year-old boy. At heart, I'm a nine-year-old boy. There you go. I am waiting for my first pubic hair. <laughs> you can't grow a beard. I can't grow a beard. You're like a nine-year-old. You no, know, the thing is, I can grow a beard. I just... I, I like to look good. <laughs> I choose not to. 
What is Go that? On, anyway, what's your point? The, point, the point? Is, Paul, the point is, your family chipped in to buy this brand new piece of fucking revolutionary equipment for your yeah. son's gaming experience, and you just fucking used it. You yeah. just used it in November. Yeah. Yeah, and you think that, and that's just disrespectful, and you claimed that it didn't have cellophane on the box. <laughs> Everything has fucking cellophane on the box. Didn't have cellophane on it's the box. My ass. Security tag. Security tag. It doesn't matter the difference. <laughs> did it have cellophane on the box? No, it didn't have cellophane on the box. It had it had a security tag on it. I had to play it. I had to. I'll give you the reasons why. Why did you have to play it? All right, I will tell you the Come reasons on, why I had to play it. One was because um, I need to ensure that the the space ensure 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 that the space was uh, the play area was wide enough and deep enough. For him to enjoy the gaming experience. The, what if it hadn't been, Paul? What would, have, oh, well, what would you have it done isn't. if it hadn't it been isn't. It adequate? Isn't. It well, isn't. what are you going to do? We're gonna Take move, it back? We're going to move the other TV in here and move the table out of the way. Yeah. Thank you very much. Yeah. The other one is because it, it needs calibration. It needs to it needs to pivot and understand. So, some, it it some takes might, a long time to set up, basically. Some might. Uh, what I meant to say before we started the podcast, but, you know, when we had a little bit of a fucking... You know, let's make this one work and not sound as shit as the last two. Not even the last two that you've heard, the last two, well, yeah, all of them, right, was let's not speak over each other. I'm clearly the leader, and I was clearly trying to speak then, so you should have respected that <laughs> and uh, imbued a bit of silence. And now I've completely <laughs> forgotten <laughs> what I was trying to say there. No, the point is, yeah, the magic of receiving a Christmas present is all its elements, the setting up, process and, and and you know working out how it works I mean is that how kids are being raised these days I remember when I was a kid probably about the same age as my son now maybe a touch younger I got Commodore 64 for Christmas Shit. and I remember I remember loading that game up pressing play to load the game up and it took about I don't know till March 20 minutes <laughs> and that excitement of waiting for the game to load that was part of the excitement of Christmas and you're just He's just like bombarding him with stuff straight away. He doesn't appreciate the fact that these things need time to, to set up. But time is a commodity that I don't have. Like just a podcast. They, um, yeah. just, it's, it's, you know, it's just like society nowadays, isn't it? We want everything now. Fast. Want now. It now. Can't plug wait 20 minutes. Plug and play. That's what you want. Plug and play. You just want to get on with it. So basically, you weren't being selfish. I was being selfless. You were actually. <laughs> you were doing it for his benefit. I, I was doing it for his benefit. Well, you when, know, you, when you were what we've ascertained. As I was saying, <laughs> right, when I am speaking, we will respect the, the chair. Refer to uh, Joe's earlier podcast on his. Um, what? Your My dictatorial, dictatorial uh, yeah, if, if, yeah if, everybody, if everybody thought like me and obeyed me, the world would. The cogs of society would run a lot smoother and require a lot less diplomatic grease. <laughs> Go on. How long did you sort out the technical issues for? I didn't play it that long, you know. You didn't play it this You did get it out again, though, didn't you, when you had your, those mates around? <laughs> no, that was it. It was just you one. Did. You did. I remember you doing saying you that. Because you moved the sofas around in the living room. And it was like, why have you moved the sofas around? Oh, because we had the connect out again. Again, last night. No, 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 no
But what I ascertained from that experience was it's not a big enough play area for it to be you know, a good gaming experience. We right. need to set it up in another room. Well done. Well that done. You good, saw I wanted to speak. Good thing. <laughs> you quietened down and you respected <coughs> my authority on this project. Good, and I like that. Now, unfortunately, I've got the barriers of having children of my own and a wife and a family who all require my fucking attention. God knows why on Christmas Day. So I won't be able to be the fly on the wall. But I w could you take a photograph of Ethan's face when he opens his present and says, Dad, what, why is the tea stains and fingerprints <laughs> all over my Christmas presents? Did you get this from Oxfam, Dad? Dad, I think you're a bit of a cunt, well, aren't you? I think he's a bit of a snob. I've got things on eBay secondhand and given him... It's not for Christmas! Christmas. I certainly have. You think I'm a bit of a snob? Yeah, collector's items. Would you not have some second-hand for Christmas? No. What? Depends what it was. If it was like a, if it was some priceless antique, I'd probably is take it. Take a guitar or yeah. something. A second-hand bike that you know was never used. Basically, he's had uh, X-Men toys. You're cheap. X-Men toys. X-Men toys off eBay? Yeah, because you can't get them anymore. Ladies and gentlemen, this is probably the last <laughs> podcast we're going to do with Paul. Um, oh, I've had these after eights here for ages. The point of this podcast is it's the last podcast, ladies and gentlemen, that you're going to hear from us this year, and I know that that's going to cut some, some people of you. Some people are getting excited there, thinking you were going to say ever. <laughs> but please say ever. Please say it's the last one ever. Oh, no. We have to waste more of our lives. So I think now would be a good time to reflect on um, 2010, it's the end of the year, I think it's been a busy year, I think it's been a year of change, not necessarily for the better, um, lots of things have happened, and I'd like to turn it over to you two um, to say what 2010 has meant to you, what are you going to remember from 2010, what's made you laugh the most, that's the that's the first thing. That's the most important thing that I think. What's made me laugh most? Tax. tax I'm pointing at something people. on a list. Shut up, you. You're out of it <laughs> with your Scrooge well, McDuck attitude for, <laughs> to to Christmas present purchase for your child. Oh, oh. It's, it's got seven seconds to go, and it's up to one pound fifty. <laughs> <laughs> You've got a really bizarre concept of um, gift opening gratification. You're just a thrift merchant. You're just a snob. You don't love your own child. You're a snob. No, just, why am I a you're snob? You're a brand snob. I'm not a brand snob. You're a, snob. a cellophane-loving brand snob, if is what you are. Your girlfriend, <laughs> if your girlfriend asked you to buy her a dildo for Christmas, <laughs> right, would you start scouting me <laughs> for that? Probably. Really? Just to get a look at what the outside, what's out there in the market. Right. But I wouldn't buy it from eBay. <laughs> well, Joe, off the top of my head, uh, what has made me laugh the most this year... I don't mean make you laugh. I mean, it's just been was... the popular TV quiz show Pointless, 4.30 BBC2. Oh, with Alexander Armstrong. With Alexander Armstrong. Of Armstrong and Miller fame. And Richard Osman, whose brother is in Swade. Fact. Who are Swade? Fact, fans. The popular... <laughs> Rip pop band. Oh, that guy with the music. fucking horrible voice. 
So what turns you on? That sounds like you're doing your Morrissey impression. It, it, and you love Morrissey. Like Morrissey. I do you love Morrissey. You can't slag off someone using a Morrissey impression. Well, I can do. Anyway, it's Morrissey. Morrissey. Were, were brilliant. For so what's going on with Pointless then, Bob? What isn't going on with Pointless? I don't know. I watched it yesterday. Brilliant, And I thought it was shit. Brilliant, isn't it? I could make a joke about it. It's amazing. What? That it's pointless. No, I wouldn't be so futile. Well, that's what was coming. It's brilliant. It's a quality show. And um, I've just remembered that I'm going on it. Oh! <laughs> My you, you are. Yeah, wow. well, well, I'm not 100%. But I don't think he'll be doing the podcast anymore now he's got TV work. Now he's got eyebrows on the TV. I went for an audition in Sheffield. And... Um, he played a little mock game of pointless with us, and we had did a bit of stuff to camera, and I was obviously such a natural that uh, they wanted us on the TV show. I'm a li- I was like we talked about this last week, and I'm a little I'm hurt, Bob, to find because I'd not I'd seen it and I'd not paid attention. You know how I am. I get depressed when I watch the television, and, and so I thought, oh, pointless is on. Bob might be going on pointless. What the fuck are you doing? <laughs> Looks like he's giving a Paul's bud, trying yeah. to quietly <laughs> open a bottle of Bud, right? Budvar. Budvar, but you, if you want to sponsor us, Budvar, open up. Um, it just that was that was pure fellatio sound effect, and now you <laughs> now you're sucking the fucking runoff <laughs> off the table. Yep. You are such a tight bastard. <laughs> I can't, I can't possibly lose. <laughs> Go Stop on. Stop sucking off a fucking <laughs> bottle of beer, man. <laughs> can we um, can we talk about pointless? Yeah. yeah I so I watched it. So I watched five minutes of it. Yeah, which and was, you and you obviously thought this is the best show on TV. Well, that's not. Is. That's not actually my oh, initial opinion of it. I watched five yeah, minutes of it and yeah. found it arduous. How is it arduous? Well, it's more it's arduous awesome. than our podcast. It's awesome. Anyway, I thought this is a bit dull. Um, but you know, if it's, if if Bob wants to go on it, get his five minutes of fame. That's that's good. You know, we we all want attention, don't we? we all it's not attention. about attention. It is. Anyway, not, I'm gonna I'm gonna build a listen. You, you, you're in it for money. With, well, I don't, I don't expect to win jackpot. It's quite. What's tricky. the jackpot? I didn't get it's, that. Far. Oh, it's a thousand it? pounds a day. But if you don't win it, it rolls over. Oh, so you can get up them. to like oh twelve, thirteen thousand. But I don't expect to win it. But I do expect to make. Uh, a lifelong bond of friendship with Alexander Armstrong and Richard Osman, whose brother was in Suede. That's good. We'll definitely have to part ways on that point then, because you'll be moving down a different avenue to me, you know, underground, misunderstood comedian. But I'm hurt, Bob. Why are you hurt, Joe? You know why I'm hurt, Bob. Because <laughs> I didn't ask you to go on. Yeah, because I thought it was a bit Weakest Link style. I thought you went on and it was, you mm-hmm. know, you fended for yourself. But you've got. That's the way you... He said it was going to be the first time he talked. That's about pretty. It. That no, is not. pretty much. No, he didn't not. say. He alluded to that. He didn't he, say he, that you go on as a partnership. You never you? ever mentioned that there was, there was somebody else. We've well, not seen the show well, at this point. This, right. If I chose you, Joe, Paul would. Be, how upset would Paul be about it? If yeah, I chose you, Paul, th- how upset would Joe be about it? There are very good reasons to not take me on anything. Yeah. You just waffle at and, exactly. and if the and CIA are watching BBC Two on an afternoon, and. He'd be putting all the bottles of water in his bag. <laughs> <laughs> That'll do for my son's birthday present. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Roll on next year. Ooh, Ethan's got a football match next yeah. week. I'll show up and look like a right generous dad handing out yeah. water. Water, everyone. Yeah, you'd eat all the Haribo as well, wouldn't you? Yeah, yeah. I would. 
Haribo. What they have Haribo. So, we, but you're going on. You're going to be on the telly, Bob. It's possibly. It's not 100. It's, 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 it's very yeah. likely. It's very likely. Unless they look at the person that you took, Will. Yeah. Is it Will? It is Will. Yeah. Yeah. Will. Fucking Will. <laughs> With his fucking face. <laughs> And his fucking corduroy trousers. You really do keep that quiet, Bob. He's a friend of mine. He's been a friend of mine a lot longer than you've been a friend of mine. Mm. Well, I'm not even sure you are a friend now, of mine. I've been friends with Paul yeah. for 24 years. Why don't you two apply listen, to God Pointless then? Listen. Come on I've together. Been, just trying to hurt you right back. I, no, I'm not. I'm trying to hurt you. I've been, <laughs> I've been friends with Paul for 24 years. If I was to apply to go on a quiz show as part of a duo... First person I would think of to ask to accompany me would be you. Yeah, well, that's because I'm intelligent and we'll be able to get the questions right. Excuse me. <laughs> so anyway, Luddites. That's all I'm saying. That, that was a great quiz question. So anyway, the listeners are probably on tenterhooks. Oh, they don't know yeah, the information's clearly. going to be fed to them, but they are probably thinking. The hardest quiz in Leeds is the Chemic quiz. The Chemic Tavern. That is the... It's definitely... It is the pinnacle. Yeah, Yeah, because we've done about two or three quizzes and it's definitely the hardest. It's got to be the hardest in Leeds. I mean, well, I went once to the Chemic quiz and they they had a section of five questions on Neapolitan art. (laughs) That's how tricky it is. Didn't win that week then, no? We didn't win that (laughs) week. No, no, we've never won. We've never won. But I think that the listeners are intrigued as to who won the quiz, the Christmas quiz, on the 20th of um, December 2010. And uh, it's my great pleasure <laughs> to inform the listeners that it was me. <laughs> it was me. I won it last night. I won the quiz. I felt euphoric. It was the best feeling I've ever experienced. It was better than when Bolton Wanderers qualified for Europe. It was better than both times my child children popped out of my girlfriend's cunt. It was awesome. It was fun. Nobody's going to believe that. You mean nobody's, nobody's going to believe that it was yeah, you that won the quiz? They think that we're. Oh, sorry, I had some teammates. Right? <laughs> there were some people that chipped in, you know, sort of offered a bit of reasonable, levelled debate over certain answers that I was uncertain of. You know, Bob here. Top of the pops. Top of the pops. Well, you got, that. You got you that have one, didn't you? I'll have that one. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, Paul. Well, Paul, Paul was sat at the table. Luddites. With his, he was supping on his one pint for the four <laughs> hours. I'm sure I got pints from other people. Yeah. <coughs> Every time someone went to the bar, he looked forlorn. So <laughs> like his puppy dog eyes. Oh, I didn't need to finish. We won the chemic quiz. That's my 2010. That that is my. That, is that, that your That's my defining memory? moment of 2010. You can fuck pointless. You can fuck the TV, you can fuck your... whatever it is that you've done. You can fuck that time that you managed to make a sachet of tomato ketchup last three weeks. <laughs> <laughs> you can take that and you can put it in the bin. I think, you know, that was up there for me. That, that was a sweet, sweet bit. What did you win, Joe? Because I, I, I had to leave early before I'm, the, I'm glad before that the I'm glad that you announced. I'm glad that you phrased that question that way. What I won... <laughs> so, yeah, was was ten English pounds. Right, how did you uh, share that out between the members of your team? Um, I bought a pint for me. Yeah. Well, that was two pound ninety-five. I bought a pint for Paul. Yeah. That was two pound ninety-five. 
and I bought a pint for Tom. Yeah. That was uh, two pound ninety five. Yeah. So that totaled uh, uh, eight pounds and fifteen. What did I get? Out of it? What did I get out of it? You got two diet cokes to do the podcast with. Oh, thanks, Joe. It's really made my year. That. Your what? <laughs> my year. <laughs> How do you spell that? <laughs> He's <laughs> always going to happen at some point. Uh, Somebody's really, always really made my 2010, Joe. Really made your 2010. So, what has made your 2010? What time are we on on the podcast? 20, 10, more, 10 more minutes to fill with turgid drivel about our shit fucking think, existence. Uh, I it's, been a, it's been a bit of a shit one, I don't, I don't like it. You didn't like 2010? Mm. Alright. <laughs> well. <laughs> no, people kicking off. I like, I like people kicking off. That's made my 2010. You like the student riots? I like the student riots. I like, um, I don't like the tax process. It's just silly. No, but hang on. Clarity. Say that again. I don't, I didn't like the tax process thing because that's just silly. Yeah. Um, I like the student riots not because I, I think that, you know, the state should be involved in education in any way. But I like the fact that people were kicking off. I like it. I like it, but it's too serious. I'd like to see people taken to the streets for more... But it's riot porn. It's riot porn. I like riot porn. You do like riot porn, but I, I, to be honest with you, I'd like to have seen people taken to the streets to protest that Robbie was back and take that. <laughs> I'd having, love to see that. <laughs> you know, I'm even better. Reneged on his word, said, I'm never going to be with them again. It's all water under the bridge. And then he's back and take that. Fucking hell. Kick off about it. That'd be brilliant. Yeah. I, li- I, like, I like to see that. Right, It's all about riot porn for me. Not... 2010 is about riot porn. Loads of riot porn in 2010. <laughs> Do you know what 2010 really was about for me? Last night was a flash in the pan moment, and it was it it was brilliant. We got to stand on chairs and woo woo. It really is the hardest quiz in Leeds. It's difficult. There was a question, and I, and I put this to the listeners. You can email me Joe J O E the Mo at hotmail.co.uk, or you can follow me on Twitter. That's at, nobody's listening, are they? At this point, you might do. at this point, you might do. nobody's listening. You should give the Twitter out earlier in the podcast next I time. should do, next time. What, what we're going to do at New Year's Day? I think we should do it at New Year's Day. You don't think I've got a better thing to do on New Year's Day? What? Stroke your willy? We don't know what they get up mm. <laughs> Yeah. Country people. Country people. Anyway, yeah, at Joe Tarpey, answer me this question, right? The band, Liberty X had to change their name due no, to legal processes. Not, nah, that's bullshit, you're giving it away. That's not the question. The question was, what did the band Liberty X used to be called? Yeah, all right, right. that's but simple. saying, oh, well, they had to change the name because the legal process is what were they called. That gives you a massive clue as to that what the answer is. That was the thought process. That wasn't the, that wasn't the way the question was phrased. Yeah, you've given it away, man. If, you, if, if they asked the that. questions like that, it would no longer be the hardest quid in Leeds. The hardest quid in Leeds would be like the old cost or something. If you, answer like the qu- if you ask the questions, <laughs> giving the bloody answers away while you're at it. Can I just ask whose podcast this is? Before you might the a- podcast host, but you ain't no before, the- <laughs> before Liberty X had to add the X to the end of the name, what, did they- what were they called? You might as well have asked that. Well, can you think of another question from the quiz to accentuate exactly how hard it is? I, l- I noticed that uh, when you were looking for a hard question, you asked the question that I answered, and not the load of easy questions that you answered. See the one I the one I the, my my the one question answer. you answered oh, out of sixty the one, one question wasn't the one.
But I've already given it away, so I can't do that. All right, no, I can remember a question. I can remember a question. This is how hard it is, listeners. This is how fucking hard the quiz is. Right. On New Year's Day in 1964, which television programme aired for the very first time from an abandoned church in Manchester? Answer me that, you cunts. The hardest question of the lot, how many Golden Globe nominations did Angela Lansbury get the murder, murder she, she wrote. wrote. Yeah, yeah. Can, if anyone answers that and bothers to email Joe, I didn't. I can remember. No, it wasn't that many, wasn't it? No, it wasn't twelve. We got that wrong. Everybody got that what, wrong. What do they get? What do they get? What do they get if they answer these questions? Um, they get a shout out. If anyone bothers to email Joe at Joe the Mo, if you can spell Joe the J O E T H E M O W. Yeah. It's referencing his gardening business. I'm not a gardener. Facts fans. I'm not a gardener, I'm a comedian. <laughs> this time next year, watch. You'll see me live at the Apollo, and then you'll never see me again. It's not even my idea. Sell out. Sell out? Yeah. I'll take the money. What will they get there? You've got to give me something. Depends who it is. Essentially, we're probably going to know the person who emails in, aren't we? Make your picture of Bob. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Done. That's what everybody You agree? You said all right then. Deal, deal, deal. Got it, I've got it, yeah. Perfect. Brilliant. Where are we going to take this naked photo, Bob? I've got got loads. (laughs) In the snow. This has been a dire podcast, I think, compared to the first one. This was going to be the biggie. The first one was a warm-up. This is a biggie. I disagree. I think this one's been way better. The review of the year. I think it's been way better. Let us know your thoughts. JoeTheMo at hotmail.co.uk or at JoeTarpy on Twitter. You could add me up on Facebook. I don't really want to. About two minutes left. Oh, fuck it. He'll probably call you. Should we say goodbye so Bob can go to work? Take money out of starving children's mouths? Literally. I literally Literally. get get some starving children. I shove money down the throats and then one by one I pick it it's out. It's a weird job that someone's <laughs> got to do it. <laughs> do you know what? Give if I don't, someone else is yeah, going to do it, aren't they? Clearly. Given you know the mean? seasons, I think you should put spurious odds up. I think you should definitely put 10 to 1 on in-running odds on the team that's 10 points ahead. Why? Well, Christmas present. Yeah, them. Christmas present for all the punters. Yeah, but do you know what sort of person's up at that time of night looking for mistakes? Yeah. A sad, bearded, lonely <laughs> waster of a human being. They don't deserve good odds, those people. <laughs> they, they deserve to die in their own school. I, I look down on my customers. Do you take pleasure from oh, taking their money? Yeah. Do you take pleasure from bankrupting the addicted gamblers of this country? You're like S- Cyril <laughs> Schneer, aren't you? <laughs> Just say yes, because that's what you want to do. That's what your face is saying. No, not at all, Joe. I have compassion for him. Do you follow the gambling code, Bob? Yep. To the letter? Yep. Really? Yep. Alright, that's good. Yep. That's good. Gambling is safe then. We can all bet money and not have to worry about losing anything. Good. Just bet what you can afford. Alright. If if people just bet what they could afford, you wouldn't make a living. <laughs> <laughs> just th- Just wrestle with that for the evening. Just let your conscience mull that little okay. thought over. I'll be thinking about that. The voice of <laughs> the voice of reason, Bob Craddock. The voice of reason is a financial rapist. <laughs> <laughs> On that bombshell, Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year.
Uh, bye everyone. Hope you have a lovely time. Happy solstice. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> Goodbye.